You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. I think... Oh, you want to touch microphones? What? See, so he's going to look for that wave. And when he sees that wave, he knows to make cuts. Okay. Okay. Should we just throw it at random to fuck shit up? Uh, (laughs) Throw it at random to fuck shit? No. Yeah, you don't want me to do that? I don't think so. No. You don't think that'll be funny? Welcome to the motherfucking podcast. I can't even fucking look at you, dude. Why? I'm uh, Tony. Yeah. He's Aaron. I'm Aaron. That's Tony. Yeah. So uh, Tony cut all his hair off, and uh, well, not all his hair off, but a, a lot of it. He's got um, he's got Tony Lee's pre do. Okay, so Tony has has three lengths. He has like super long rocker length hair. He never gets quite to like Renaissance fair girl long hair like 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 Mandy like Mike and Mandy from oh, yeah. from Nebraska you know Mandy's got the longest hair like she it goes does. all the way down to like her ankles and shit that's like Renaissance fair girl hair you know what I mean and then you've got your rocker hair so you never get that far but you got like the long rocker hair that people know you for and then you've got the fair ado which is when your hair gets like kind of down below your ears and it kind of feathers out a little bit. But right now you've got the kid coming home from Harvard <laughs> to do laundry at his parents' house. Look. Yeah. Uh, what else do you look like? You look like a trombone player in a ska band. No, I don't. You? Oh, no. You know what you look like? You look like the six-month-later segment of, uh, what do you call it, um, intervention. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like Tony's been in a rehab facility now for six months. Let's see how he's doing. And they uh, they go over, and they and they see you, and you come out, and you're like in the shorts and the fucking shower shoes, and, and, hey, and man, your hair's grown up a little bit. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot here, man. And then it's like six months later, and you're smoking crack <laughs> on the pier. Um, no, I don't look like any of that. Uh, well, it, th- I just look like me with shorter hair. We're not. Well, we're not filming video today for a very good reason. Um, but so you're gonna have to wait to see Tony with his with his short little his short little smart haircut. Uh, we can't <laughs> smart haircut. <laughs> smart haircut. Uh, well, Nug Nation is moving. That's, yeah, that's why Nug, we don't have videos today. So the Nug Nation is moving. The yep. Nug Nation got our own facility. Uh, we're gonna be over in Rhino, and dude, like from the sound of it, Mike is going to put in the most bitchin'. Uh, facility over there at the the new Rhino Nug Nation offices. Like we're gonna have a big round table made out of a fucking tree, right? Made out of a tree. Yeah, and tree I mean, stumps. All, I, I mean, guess all most the... tables are made out of a tree to some degree, but I mean, this motherfucker is just a goddamn tree. Like he's got a buddy who's in tree removal, and we're making, like, we're gonna make a big war table. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's gonna be for the the Nug Nation Knights of the Round Table. It's gonna be pretty cool, man. Yeah. Uh, 
So, so oh, what do we got on the list today? What okay. are we doing? Okay, so I wanted to share something with you. Uh, I, you, of course, have heard the the now very passe and old joke, the jam and jelly joke, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like I heard that. Some, some like, what's the difference that? between jam? Yeah, okay, that's what made me think of it, is we were at the shows this weekend, which we're going to get to later on in the hour. We're going to talk about that later He's on. teasing it. Teasing it. I'm learning things. <laughs> we're learning podcasting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, uh... Oh, so there are these guys in front of us in line. Uh, when Tony and I were at the Ween shows this weekend at Red Rocks, there was a severe lightning storm, and this park ranger comes out, and he's like, "We are advising you to seek shelter. <laughs> if you do not seek shelter, that is your choice, but we are recommending it." And so they wouldn't let anybody into we, the park. We were like twenty feet from the from the tent as well, yeah, to, to get checked in. But they wouldn't let any, you know, they weren't letting anybody in. So the show was delayed like a half an hour. And so these guys uh, in the line just start telling jokes, and some of them were really good. Some of yeah. them were really cracking me up. But the dude told the Jammer Jelly joke like it was brand new. And the first, this is what popped into my head is okay. So for those of you who haven't heard of it, heard the Jammer Jelly joke, which I really hope the guy at Smuckers has heard the Jammer <laughs> Jelly joke. Oh, it'd be even better if he hadn't. And people like went on a tour of. Uh, the Schmuckers factory, and somebody goes, hey, uh, I'm sure you get this all the time, but what's the difference between jam and jelly? And he goes, that's a very good question. I'm going to tell you about it right now. You see, jellies are essentially more gelatinous. So that's where the name comes from. Whereas jams are more of a smear. You see, they have a consistency. Yeah, it's more of a spread than that. You're going to, preserves are probably going to be more of a jam, whereas a jelly is essentially just the boiled down essence. <laughs> anyway, so this guy tells the jam or jelly joke, which is, do you know the difference between jam and jelly? Yes. And it's, it's <laughs> I can't jelly my, you either said, he said jelly my, I can't jelly my dick up your ass. Or yeah. someone might say, I can't jelly my dick up your mom's ass or your sister's ass or your brother's ass or whatever they or happen to say. Or, it's, or down your throat. It's some variation of that. And I've been thinking about that for the last couple of days. And I'm 36 now. So I would say about 20% of the time I am jellying it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you you can't, if you're unable to jelly it in, you're a fucking amateur, bro. <laughs> I mean, and, <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pretty much like, I feel like as a man, like you start out jamming in your adolescence and then about the time you hit 28, if you're a heavy drinker, even younger than that, like 25, <laughs> you start progressively jellying more and more, more than more. you're jamming. Uh, now, I wonder if the same thing is going to apply to the other kind of jamming that we do. Like when we get older, <laughs> we're going to be doing shows. And we'll be jelling. We'll be je oh, we'll be jelling. Yeah, yeah, that's that's more like it. I think we're probably going to be jellying, which is like where you get the tremors from fucking... Uh, lunch lady arms. I'll get lunch, oh, lady, lunch arms lady arms while, while, yeah. I'm, while I'm picking my guitar. When, when we all get... Uh, what did Michael J. Fox have? Parkinson's, Parkinson's. When we all get Parkinson's when we get old. Actually... By the time we're old, Parkinson's will probably be cured, but there will be, like, super Parkinson's mm. or, like, alien Parkinson's or Parkinson's 4 or something like that. But I think, nanob I think nanobots are going to fix everything. Yeah? 
Is that what you think? Is that what you really think, Aaron? <laughs> that's what I'm hoping that's for. What you're, that's better. I I'm like, every time I see a development in nanotechnology, and you know what my entire basis of like excitement for nanotechnology is? Is I saw an Outer Limits episode when I was a kid. Yep. Did you see that yes, episode yeah. where he gets... It, that's why you knew what nanobots were. Of course. Who doesn't know what nanobots are? <laughs> from the Outer Limits? <laughs> that's like where all of us got our information That's from. really stupid, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he gets the nanobots, and then he like starts like the nanobots start. Oh, uh, there's an alert! There's oh, an alert! Wait, there's an amber alert going off. I should probably silence that phone. Well, amber alerts don't matter, dude. They no? they no, they blow. Well, no, they don't blow up uh, noise wise. Uh, Anyway. 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 What else we got? What else we got? Uh, let's, st- let's stop talking about jam and or jelly. Speaking of jam and jelly. Uh, we got to see um, my favorite band of all time do a mix of jellying and jamming. Talk about Murphy's Law? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that first. So it's been a while since we've been on the air. It's, it's been too long, man. It's been, I think it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming your favorite band isn't Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law is in my top influential bands. I will say that. Um, I... Like, but, but it would be Ween. They, they have, it, yeah, Ween is my favorite band of all yeah. time. Absolutely. But the Murphy's Law show did kick. That show was so fucking cool. And man, Jimmy G hates Fat Mike so very much. <laughs> Apparently. Holy shit. What, so tell me what your experience of the Murphy's Law Sick of It All show was. It was pretty much the same as always. Remember last time we talked, um, I have a very vague recollection of the show usually afterwards. Right. And that's exactly what happened again. And I was kind of there to check out Sick of It All because I've never seen them live. And But still, Murphy's Law came out first, so, you know, I partied it up a bit. And by the time that show was over— You were pretty over, rosy by the time I was pretty it was rosy. But by the time <laughs> by the time the show was over, Sick of It All comes on, and I'm just kind of, you know, swaying in the back of the room watching the band going, meh, it's pretty cool, yes. When I found you, you were on the bench— uh, right next to my car. Oh, yeah? And you're just sitting there, and you're like, yeah, Laura's got to deal with me now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I think she's kind of mad, but, you know, she's just... I was pretty drunk. She's going to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, a, it, fun, it was a super fun show. Um, yeah, Murphy's Law rocked so hard. Yeah. It was so fun. They played everything I wanted to hear except for... They didn't uh, play Crucial, Crucial Barbecue. Barbecue. That's the one. That's the one we wanted to hear anyway. The band did, you know. Yeah, that because we used to cover that one. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, we had a good time. Uh, Jimmy G is a fucking national treasure, and man, I feel like I should talk about how much he hated Fat Mike as many times as he talked about how much he hated Fat Mike. I think he was probably as as toasted as I was because I only remember it so a couple ripped. times. No, he was, so, dude. He was, <laughs> dude. So he did it every I time. Might have been, I might have been one of five. So, well, no, there was probably a decent amount of sober people there because I think a lot of straight edge guys go to see Sick of It All. But, uh, oh, yeah, dude. Like, he talked about it during literally every break. Yeah. Like, he went off about Fat Mike on every fucking break to the point where by the end we were like, Okay, we're with you, Jim. This, can you play a song, please? <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, can you play Crucial Barbecue, please. Just play Crucial Barbecue. Uh, but oh, and he brought a 
he brought all those kids up on stage. Oh, I remember and that. Had to do their first stage dive. That's right. Now I like to think. Now this is the world Hopefully I live he in. He put the joint away first. I this yeah right. <laughs> no everybody everybody's just blazing joints out in the crowd. Man just like fuck yeah kid jump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two feet away from him. I like to think. I like to think that okay. So Murphy's Law just got back from being on tour with the Misfits, right? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. They just got back from being on tour with the Misfits and Suicidal Tendencies. So, who else was on tour with the Misfits? Doyle Von Frankenstein, right? Yeah. And who did we play with a few months ago? Doyle Von Frankenstein, What are you right? getting at here, Aaron? And who did we meet that really liked our move, uh, giving shout-outs to the kids at our show? I don't know. I like to think... Okay, you remember we were talking to that road manager for Doyle? Yeah. I'll bet you he was on those Misfits tours, and I'll bet somehow through osmosis, just that energy rippled through the two tours, and 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 we are unconsciously. You to make, are you trying to make that? I'm trying part, to take credit. You're trying to take credit for the kids being on stage for the Murphy's <laughs> no, Law show this last no, time. Is that what you're doing? No, but no. I. Or am I hearing you wrong? I, I'm doing that as a. I'm, I I am as a like cheeky little joke, right. but I do like to think that. We participated in a ripple. You know what I mean? Like it's something we probably picked it up unconsciously from someone else, and someone else picked it up from someone else, and it's just rippling across the global right. web of entertainers being like, you know what? Let's uh, let's pay a little more attention to the young people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, first, let's get to our sponsors. Oh yeah. Let let us talk. About, let's give a shout out to our sponsors real quick. Uh, Nug Nation for hosting us and 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 letting us come into their uh, offices to record our podcast. We're really excited about the move. We'll send some pictures from the new facility once we get in there. But uh, we're getting a place right in Rhino, which is pretty fucking cool. Man. And right next to Rocket Space. Yeah, right next to Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios, Another the official sponsor. rehearsal, uh, the official rehearsal space of motherfucking Ruckus uh, Evergroove Studio. In uh, Evergreen, Colorado. Beautiful. Beautiful Evergreen, Colorado. State-of-the-art recording studio. Brad is not only uh, an excellent engineer, he is also what I would call a producing engineer, man. He produces the fuck out of I, I would call him a handsome engineer. Yeah, and he's a bald guy with um, Buddy Holly glasses, mm -hmm. so that, like, automatically gives him, like, cool studio guy cred. That's right. You know what I mean? Just the black hoodie, <laughs> the glasses, and the bald head. And he's front of house sound engineer for Itch.io, which, yeah. uh, I mean... That's a sweet band. Dude, if you can mix like we 30 million the other, people... The other, we did. The other week, yeah. We did. Um, also brought to you by Mutiny Transmissions. Yeah, this Mutiny is a Mutiny Transmission. From Mutiny Information Cafe, where my brother Damien from the Blind Staggers, he's playing a show there... Uh, live on July 1st. That's right. With uh, Gordo from Granny Tweed. That's right. And Greg Ferguson from Johnny Got Rocks. Derek Ferguson. It's a funny name. Yeah, it's a funny name. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a cool show, man. Yeah. Mutiny is a great spot. Coffee shop, book shop, comic shop, record store. Uh, they host live events and they host podcasts like this one. Uh, thanks so much to Mutiny Information Cafe and Mutiny Transmissions. Uh, and of course, Matula Plumbing, Master of Poopers. 
Um, Master of Poopers. Yeah. Oh, we've still we still haven't really talked all that much about the project. Like he just wants us to do a parody. A of parody, it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Stay, keep your eyes out for a uh, Matula Plumbing theme song coming. Very soon. Very soon. Down the road. We're, we're going to work on a bunch of weird stuff here coming up soon. Uh, oh, and the 40 generous souls, including our own Tony Lee. That's right. Who uh, back us via a small recurrent contribution on patreon.com slash mfruckus. Patreon is a subscription-based service where uh, you can support your favorite uh, content creators and artists and musicians and a whole bunch of other different types of cool creative people in making the stuff that you love uh, for a small recurrent contribution. You put all those people and all those companies together and you get the show so thank you all yeah. very much for that thank you so much for all you guys who are uh who are helping us do this thing yeah let's get to the news yeah let's let us get to let some us news. get to some news so news all news. right Mostly, we're not doing the sound anymore, huh? Oh, well, no, 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 no. See, see, we like have a fancy studio now, so we're just phoning it in. I mean, we're like, oh, we'll get a guy to add that in post. Do it in post. Um, so mostly, uh, it's a lot of shows, man. It's a lot of shows, and we're writing and recording. But so what's coming up first is June 14th is Thursday at Lost Lake with Dryer Fire and Grind Cat Grind. That's gonna be a cool. One. That's gonna be a real cool one. That's uh, it's coming up real soon. Actually, the day this comes out, the day this drops, we'll be playing uh, up at uh, we'll be playing Lost up Lake. at Lost Lake. So if you are a member of the Turbo Ugand, uh, coots get half off at the door. Also, if you happen to be in town for the uh, Denver Comic Con. Um, and you've got your credentials for the convention. You can come up to Lost Lake on Thursday night and do your pregame party up there, and yeah, you'll get also a comic get, book. get half off and come get one of our comic books. Um, it's a limited run collector's edition. Collector's item. Ten page something <laughs> rather. Uh, first chapter in the front lines of Good Times are serialized concept album and graphic novel, uh, which we've been working really, 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 really. Really, very hard on. Uh, we're coming up soon, going up to Evergroove and recording the uh, next series of Evergroove Live recordings. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, if the, for those of you who've been following us on, uh, we've got a vague list right now. We do have a vague list, and we're going to be doing a lot of kind of older stuff and deep tracks. We're going to be doing some of the the crowd favorite covers. Um, we're going to be we're mostly going to be doing stuff that is semi-fresh in our memory, but that we don't play very often at all. So it's going to be a lot of a lot of those rarities and stuff that um, that people ask us to do from time to time. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going up to do that. If you've been following us on either our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, you'll see that we have released a video every Monday for something like the past 11 weeks, yep. uh, our Motherfucking Monday series, uh, in which we, we do a different video every week of a song. Yeah, actually, uh, today I just saw um, the one ba- we dropped baby, today. Baby, 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 I'm a king. Yeah, baby, baby, I'm the king. Baby, baby, I'm the king. That was a fun one. That was fun. We recorded the original version of that at um, at uh, the Alley oh. Studio. Oh, with Dave a, Fox. That's yeah, right. Dave Fox recorded that. That's right. 
Yeah, and ironically, Tony and I both worked at Tennyson's Tap at different points. I worked the 7 a.m. shift at yeah. Tennyson's Tap. Oh, yeah, man. Like, all the, like, old North Denver fucking bar flies, I just, man. Uh, I just went up there recently and went to uh, Tennyson's and the Burke. And I ran into some old people at the old old regulars at the Burke. Oh, they're old people. Oh, they're old people too, but they're old regulars of mine, you know. Yeah. And um, this guy Don, who was up there, he would sell his wife's bread every day. I'm sure you saw. Oh, him. I remember Don. And he, he wore a Chicago Cubs uh, jacket every day and as a well. cowboy hat, and right? A cowboy hat. And yeah. He was a little angry, fucking bitter old man, you know. We always got. A, but, I mean, but he was he was very nice once you got to know him. Yeah, he was one I mean? of those guys like. I don't, I don't let people get too close, but yeah, you're all right. Yeah. But um, he'd, he'd been he'd, hurt by he'd, before. He'd, he'd recently passed, I guess, in the past few years since uh, since I moved away. Yeah. So, cheers to you, Don. Yeah, cheers to you, Don. May may any of your beers never have head on them ever <laughs> again. <laughs> was he a real dick about that when he went? That's th- yeah. He, that he was got, your first he, experience. He, he got he got me in the habit of pouring beers with no head on it. Because, because as he would say, he'd say, well, do you know what the problem is? All the diameter of the glass, the top fits on the top of the beer, see? And you have it all filled up with foam, and who's going to drink that? Nobody's trying to pay for foam. There's another dollar's worth of beer in there. And all I'm saying is I deserve the full fucking beer. So would you do me a favor and just pour the fucking beer to the top, please? <laughs> oh, Jesus. You sound just like oh, that. Oh, my God. All right. What's your name? I'm Don. It's good to meet you. Doesn't matter what my fucking name is. Here's just the, learn to pour the goddamn beer. Here's the two dollars. See, it's just two dollars. <laughs> That's part of the seven a.m. crowd at yeah. Tennyson's Tab. But uh, so, I like yeah. I like Don, regardless of how that sounded. I, I still really like Don. Yeah, check check out check out the video for Baby I'm the King. Uh, it was a fun one. It was intended to be the theme song for uh, an animated series called Nebular King of the Aquatus about a fucking smartass shark uh, that has a radio show. Yeah. It it was it was a cartoon that just really never made it. And, and it and it was a really funny idea, and the voices were good, and the animation was good, and it just man, it, they they shopped it around and just never yeah. got picked up. But uh, but that's one that we we haven't played in a little while. So yeah. so I mean, get, yeah, get ready for the Evergroove recordings. But uh, shortly thereafter, um, June 29th, actually, I'm going to Chicago, and Blind Staggers are oh, playing with Unknown Henson at that's the Bee so Kitchen rad. on July 29th. That's, that's so gonna rad. Be killer. Congratulations on that show, Tony. That's really cool. Oh, thank Damien. He's the one who got it. That's really cool. Yeah, he hit me up today. Said you guys didn't end up getting the, uh, um, uh, the what do you call it, the Murder by Death show. But oh. it turned out, it turned out there, we were there's, competing there's... for the wrong date anyway. Did you notice that? No. Like it was, of course it, not. It was uh, October sixth. We were both vying to get you for a show, mm. and uh, they just announced the show that we're doing in October today, and it's uh, October 9th, So it was the wrong fucking date. That's another thing that I, I didn't put on here, but we'll we an, a really exciting uh, October show. That um, oh yeah, I'm totally pointing, pointing at the at window the, to nobody. Yeah, the, there's no camera there. Uh, we are going this weekend to go see your father-in-law yeah. play as Billy Gibbons in the world-famous tribute to uh, ZZ Top Eliminator from Chicago, They've Illinois. They've got all the moves. Dude, they're so good. Have we ever talked about Eliminator on the podcast? I'm sure we have. Dude, so, okay, if, if this great. is your first show, Tony's father-in-law is a, f- a sick guitar player, and and I'm sure Bob's listening to this because Bob and Kitty listen to our show. I know that I man. Know. I, I know Kitty does. Kitty probably does. Yeah. So, it's, uh, plays in this awesome ZZ Top tribute band 
called Eliminator, and they do all the moves. They do, and they don't just do like the super popular stuff either. Like they did, just got paid, and I got to sing they it just with do them. All the good ones. They do all the good ones for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're so good. They're there, there's one. There is one that I would love for them to do that I haven't heard them do yet. What's and that? The whole time I've known them, that's a long fucking time. What song? The uh, backdoor medley. What's the backdoor medley? It's off of uh, Fandango. Is it the get high, get high, everybody get high? No, that's they, that's they what they open that. with. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Thunderbird. They open. That's the that's the first right. song off of side A off of Fandango. Tony and, knows everything about ZZ Top. <laughs> and backdoor medley is is the last song on side A. How does it go? Well, it's a it's a medley. It's it's got barbecue in it. It's got uh it's got. Backdoor Love Affair is the right. main song, you know. But then they have that breakdown that's like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That song is good. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're playing in Ignacio, Colorado. Yeah. At a, yeah. At a casino, right? Yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking about that uh, next week. Yeah. Or no, uh, next week, yeah. It's going to be super fun, man. Mm. If, if, if you're out in uh, southwest Colorado and you're anywhere near Durango, Ignacio, you should go see Eliminator play. Her folks are coming into town, and they're leaving that morning, Monday morning, before we come in here and do this. Oh, are you talking you're, about hanging out and talking to Bob on the— Oh, on the, maybe we could. That would be fun. They might we'll, be we'll, we'll see if we can get we'll something together. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be What's really cool. What's coming up after that? Uh, July 20th, we're playing with In the Well. Well. Uh, uh, in the— Wait, something. Oh, in the wait, in the whale. Uh, that's July twentieth, up in uh, up in Grand Junction at the Mesa Theater. That's going to be a super cool show. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to look up the rest of the lineup on that because I don't know it off the top of my head. But I know it'll, it'll be in the notes, though. Yeah, no, and it it uh, they just added another band, and I think it's Mark Hoagland's band from. Uh, Love forty five from oh, word? in Grand. Yeah, I, I think so. I could be mistaken. I'd have so, to look that up. And then the next day, after uh, that, Mile High Parlay oh, at Mutiny man. Information Cafe. I'm uh, for that. One of one of the sponsors of this show, Mutiny Information Cafe, every year hosts the Mile High Parlay, which is a big out uh, open air event on South Broadway. Yeah, that's July twenty first, two thousand eighteen. Um, that it's a two day event, but we're doing the Saturday. And, uh, man, that's, that one's going to be a lot of fun. It's a free show, too. Um, and then August 18th, we're playing with Dio Disciples at Herman's Hideaway. Yep. Uh, we're opening up the show. We're playing early, so come early, hang out, and uh, stay mm-hmm. for the whole show. It's going to be a great lineup. Mm-hmm. It's the all-star Dio tribute assembled and managed by Wendy Dio. Mm-hmm. Dio's, like, dude, Dio is one of the few celebrities I legitimately cried for when they passed away. I was very sad when Dio died. Broke my heart, man. Yeah. Um, let's see. And we're going in the studio. Uh, yeah, August 31st. We're going up in the studio for a few days to do another round of recording. Uh, we've been hammering away at it in the in the practice space and that just woodshedding. That last pretty sick. Dude, we've, we've got a good collection of new stuff. We have. What's the name of the last one we did? Uh, are you talking about Valkyrie or are you talking about... It's the, the, the very last one we did. Um, oh, shit. The it was that, the one that appeased everyone. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. That, and I started working on the lyrics a little bit over at your house, and I was the, the kind of going with something like "Got You by the Sack" or oh, something like right. that. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Go, go and take two. Yeah, like, no, you'll find something else. <laughs> I, no, dude, the, the 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 way that I have it 
the way that I have the the rhythm and the and the phrasing planned out is gonna it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna sound good. Um, That's that ween shit coming out of you right now. Oh no, it's no, dude. I was thinking more like write a song about grabbing them by the sack. No, I was thinking more like anthrax. Honestly, dude, like I was thinking about like that anthraxy speed thrash type of stuff. You know what I mean? That well, we'll find out when we get in the studio. Yeah. Um, um, oh, else? oh yeah, we got uh, Seattle. So we just uh, we just are getting ready to announce our Seattle show. We are confirmed at Slim's Last Chance, September twenty second. You hear that, Timmy? It's a uh, it's a all day event, and it looks in fact it's a multi day event, and yeah. it looks like the Blind Staggers are going to be coming with us. That's right, baby. So stay tuned for some more. Uh, I, I envision, and I'm hoping that we just have a fifteen passenger van with a trailer on it. That would be so nice. And we all just get in this van. And it'd probably be the last time we tour like this for a long time. I don't know, man. I think it would be pretty cool, and uh, I think we could make that happen uh, if we if we reserve the van early enough. It would, it would be. I think it would be a lot of fun to just to travel together instead of splitting up the cars. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. So we're we're talking about doing some more Washington shows. Yep. So stay tuned for yeah. that. I think um, that about does it for the news. Oh, and one more thing, just announced. Oh. Um, I forgot about this. Just announced, October 9th. At uh, Streets of London, we're going to be playing oh. with uh, Most Generator oh. and Throttle Bomb. Hmm. So uh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really sweet. Where did this come from? Uh, this is the one that Logan was working on with with oh. Peter Orr. Most Generator is the band that came on tour with Fu Manchu this last time, and we didn't get to do the Fu Manchu show because. They had their own lineup for the tour, mm. so Most Generator is the band that was main support for them. And then Throttle Bomb with uh, Bart, right? Yeah, Throttle Bomb with Bart and uh, and and Jen, and Jen. that, that that's going to be a badass man, show. Man, that's really awesome. So uh, yeah, more to come as always because we're we're hustlers, baby. And that's the news. That is the news. Okay, so uh, I fucking did it again. Okay. Okay. All right. Every time we come back in. Okay. Finally, we can get to the story. All right, so I took Tony and his sister Nini to their first ween show, and I believe it was Nini's first show at Red Rocks, right? I think so. And you you saw Willie Nelson at Red Rocks, so you've been For there before. For 20 minutes, and I was tailgating the whole time. So that was your first real concert at, at Red Rocks? My first concert was the one we played. Okay, well, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, we did play Punk on the Rocks years and years and years, years ago, and right years when you years. first moved out. Yeah. Which is interesting because you look exactly like you looked 10 <laughs> years ago with that goddamn just, haircut. You just can't get over it, huh? No, I can't. I'm I finding should, myself lost cut, in your eyes. I it really does open years, up your face. Yeah, I cut 10 years off, off of my uh, look. Yeah, yeah, well, there's certain things you can't cut 10 years off of, my friend. <laughs> like what? I don't know. You That just... Sounded very suggestive. Yeah, until you have to explain it. Yeah, I'd take no. all the wind right out of your sails. Yeah, I didn't think the joke all the way no, through. You didn't. So now, I took. Now uh, look at you. <laughs> now look at you, looking like an asshole on your own show. <laughs> idiot. Yeah, idiot. You dick cavit motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, so we went to Red Rocks. Yeah. We, so I wanted. I want to hear what your experience was, and I'm going to shut the fuck up because I want to hear what it was like. Well, well. Well, the Red Rocks experience is is amazing. That's for sure. It's uh, it's definitely. It, it sounds cheesy to say, but it's definitely a magical place. 
Totally magical. Totally magical place. Dude, especially the second night. The second night was... Like with the lightning and the double rainbow and all that shit? Red Red Rocks gets an A++++. Throw another A in there. Yeah. And another plus. That's that's what kind of they get for the venue. It's like the greatest venue in... It's, pr- it's pretty damn incredible. It, it's one of the greatest venues in the world, and it's right in our... It's five minutes from my mom and dad's house, and it's, it's spectacular. Yeah, Mike's retired. He got a kegerator. Yeah. It's cool. So, okay, so just give the run... So, yeah. Give so, the overall rundown, kind of the, the, the summary over- of what we did this week. So, the summary, Eric. So, we, uh, so we went out to Red Rocks, and we stayed at your folks' house because we went for two nights. Right. And uh, the first night we went... To, uh, up there, me and your dad had split a bottle of Jameson just between the two of us <laughs> and killed it off. And uh, so feeling good going up. And uh, you were e- rosy for yeah, sure. E- even the line going up to Red Rocks is is kind of an undertaking because as you're walking up to this place, it's like you're walking to a mecca of whatever the hell it is that you're into that you're going there for. Whether it's even hiking or just going to get a view or to go see your favorite band or see your favorite movie. Just walking up there from the south gate, anyway, is like you—it's a—it's a bit of a hike. Yeah, you—you you physically feel the change in going to the venue. It's not recommended for the elderly, disabled, or midwestern for sure, <laughs> or miss midwestern. <laughs> no, but you got to go to the north lot. Yeah, the no, north that, lot. the the north the midwesterner lot. But I did like the south lot just because that feeling, as out of breath as you, makes you going up, and as hard as it is, it changes you. It gets you kind of pumped for the show. It gets you. That's where the party crowd is. Right. Like that's that's the tailgate lot for and sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was definitely working that time. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, we walk up and. Uh, most incredible venue, but the first night that they played, I was not impressed. And I remember you saying that, and 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 that was, it was hard for me to hear, but I also very hard for you to hear. And I and I didn't sugarcoat it as much as I should have. No, no, no. You and I didn't want you to. I wanted you to be totally honest. And the truth is, Tony, although I had a great time because I love the band and I love everything that they do, and I love them even when they're not good. They're my fucking pizza, dude. You know what I mean? I, I just love them, but. It was not their best show. Yeah, I had heard that. I mean, that was kind of the word. That was kind of the word around the campfire. Like, if you check the forums and you talk to see, people I didn't. who are at the shows, I, I just, I just used my experience, and it told me. So, as a first shows. timer, as a first timer with not even any, any, any point of reference, right. it was. It, you didn't think it was really good. So, and as you call me a casual listener, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know any of the songs that they played either. Right. I, I maybe, maybe one or two, but uh, for a three-hour night. Not knowing any of the songs, it makes for kind of a long night. They they only they they played a couple of the the more popular commercially accessible stuff, but uh, a lot of it was they did play a lot of deeper kind of weird stuff and weird circus fucking music bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Which dude, honestly, is stuff that I wasn't really into until I had been in the band into the band for a long time. Right, it's kind of the the same thing with Zappa. It's, it's totally easy, it's easy to listen to apostrophe, but it's kind of hard to listen to. I don't know, 200 motels or something. You know? Right, right. You have to you have to really develop and deepen. It's an acquired taste. Like No, I get you. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, the first night <laughs> was kind of a dud. I mean, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I mean, hanging out with you and my sister and, and, and being at Red Rocks and, and hanging out during the day and all this stuff and then going home and, <laughs> and eating a— Steak and shake. Steak and shake and that delicious Cinnamon Toast Crunch milkshake you had. Yes, yeah, sitting around about, the fire. I just think about it every day since. My my brother's dog took a chunk out of your shirt. Oh, that's right. <laughs> took a chunk out of the shirt. It was like a, a cartoon, though. It didn't get me. It got the shirt, though, and just 
I was took like a bite mark out right out. I was of like it. the only thing that would have made that more funny, Tony, is if he had ripped the back out of your pants and you were wearing fucking heart pattern underwear <laughs> and, you, and a mailman <laughs> uniform. That's right. That's right. But uh, so anyway, um, the second so so we crash at your folks' house. We wake up and uh, you make breakfast burritos like a like a champ, and uh, and then yeah, I just get to drink in daytime beer with Mike Howell. Aaron's dad, your Aaron's dear old dad. His uh, it, merch dad Mike, our, merch dad our Mike. sixty-five years young uh, uh, European merch associate. Who uh, I, I, any of you who have met my dad and mom at shows know my dad is. He looks like Alan Alda. He talks like Kermit the Frog, and he's got the biggest heart in the whole world. And he's the most accidentally hilarious person of all time. Right. Yeah, he is. And we shot pool in his we man cave, and we shot pinball on his 1979 <laughs> Aztec machine, which was fucking cool. Yeah. But the second night we went up there was a completely night and day difference. Yeah. It was a complete night and day difference. They played better. The show was better. But uh, So, yeah, we partied in the beginning, and we walk up that massive line again. This time I'm much more prepared for it, you know? Like, I, I right. know exactly what I'm getting into. So I prepared and, and brought my Red Rocks currency, as I like to call it now. <laughs> Which is some tightly rolled joints to pass around and just do whatever you want as long as you have those. Oh, dude, and it totally worked. It like, definitely worked. Anytime we would be, like, standing in front of somebody and kind of, you know, edging our way into, you know, closer seats that we might not necessarily have been welcome normally, Tony would just hand a joint to a guy and be like, here you go. Gave a joint to a guy who found his phone on the ground. Here you go. You know, <laughs> passing that, around. It made everybody real happy and accepting yeah oh really yeah sure if, you, if you've got a joint i mean and i mean everybody's got weed up there but just like the gesture of giving someone a joint that you took the time to roll yourself you think that's what it is i think that's it it's like this is part of my stash i didn't get this from a dispensary i didn't just spend money on this this is my shit man here uh. you go <laughs> well, and but, i mean it's just a joint you know it's, they took it it go it goes the, sec- the second night they played better they had like twice as much in production quality as far as their light and uh, the light show and, was so and, good. and everything that was going on with production. Um, they sounded better sonically. They sounded better, and like I said, Red Rocks gets the A plus because there was a rainstorm, a, a light, th- a lightning storm that came over, and they made us stand outside. Remember for a, for a half an hour. Oh yeah, we had to stand out in the rain and for a half hour. And we were maybe twenty minutes away from the the tent. So we're not going anywhere. We've been in line for, you know, a good 30, 40, 50 minutes or whatever. We were right at the front of the line. We were right there, right, just about to get in. And they said, nope, sorry, folks. So we, uh... Take shelter. Take They're, like, sh- trying to get people to, sh- like... What do they think's going to happen? closed for 30 minutes. Sorry. They, they think everybody's just going to, like, the whole line's just going to move out to the parking lot? Yeah, no Fuck deal. No. We saw people moving, though. I mean, there was, like... <laughs> Out of the 200 right around us, there was maybe three people that walked away. One guy at the very front just goes, all right, guys, it's a lightning storm. They're canceling the show. Everybody go down. And yeah. he just took off and ran down the line yelling, yeah. and everybody else just kind of watched him go. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, right. you staying? I guess. Yeah. Oh, and I happened I, I, I happened to buy a blanket at the gas station. Oh, like, I'm like, so thankful. But, but man, rug. it was a drug rug. And I, was, Total well, I drug needed rug it so poncho. bad. And I wrapped Tony up. And if you look on our Instagram and our Facebook page, uh, Facebook I was wearing sleeveless shirts. I was wearing a sleeveless shirt and uh, and shorts. Yeah, you had prepared for a hot night at Red Rock. It was it, it was ninety five degrees in your dad's backyard. <laughs> we we're drinking beer back there, and I was like, I'm not gonna be wearing pants to Red Rocks. And five minutes away, there's fucking rain. That's one of the freaky things about Red Rocks too. Is like. 
or anywhere in the mountains in Colorado is you can watch a storm move in. Yeah. And so we were like, you can definitely see. We're it. in the clouds and we're like watching the rain move towards us and watching the clouds and watching it clear up in the distance. You know what I mean? Like you could look up in the distance and you could see like a few miles out where right. it was sunny. Well, so when we're standing in line, and I have a couple pictures of this. I don't know if you took any, but uh, there was a rainbow. Yeah, double you know, rainbow. A double rainbow that popped up in between the foothills and the mountains. And just a little piece of light that just sh- shone on one little piece of foothill. It, it was just an incredible sight. It was beautiful. And then right as the thunderstorm is passing us, all you see is lightning like hitting that rainbow all around it. It was so cool. It was incredible. Then they finally let us in. They finally let us in, and we get we get to our seats that, that you bought from that dude, and they're smack dab in the center, a little further up, but Killer right seats. in the center. And yeah. it, was, it was incredible. Shout out, shout out to my buddy Mike uh, from from the Ween Forums who hooked me up with the tickets, man. Those things they were killer seats. So yeah, they they, they start their they start their show, and immediately their light show is a better is is, t- right. is is miles better, at least twice as as as, as much and as as uh, I don't know in, interactive is the wrong word, but you know. Some some that was good for the crowd, and not just lighting up the guys. Oh no! I mean, it was it was a much more just like, it, I it mean, looked more like Pink Floyd than it did. It was totally for the tripping people. Yeah, well, like, and we were just high, but it was like right on, whoa, you know, like they that's were what it's supposed to be doing. That's yeah. what it's supposed to do. They were a lot trippier and swirlier, and the sound was a lot trippier. And the sound too. was a lot better. Yeah, but from where we were, where we were, the lightning storm had passed. And it goes from west to east, right. going over Red Rocks and over into Denver. And I think it was their second or third song. They came in, and it's this long droney intro. And as soon as the drums hit, pop! Yeah, lightning came down and struck from my point of view right, right in the middle, the snare. right behind him, miles away from him, but right like at the same time. Like it was time. created for that snare right. hit. And and at first, everybody went woo, oh, you know, right away, and. I, th- I thought that for a split second, and then I automatically switched over and go, man, I wonder how they thought. They go, man, I didn't know they liked it that much. Right, because they like, couldn't see the they lightning. Can, they can't see the light, and there was no thunder either. So, it's, you so, know. so, okay, so what Tony's talking about is they started playing the Golden Eel, which is one of my favorite songs, super trippy, proggy song. It's really great. Um, that instantly right, made the whole show better for me, too. Right when Claude comes in with the snare hit there at the beginning, lightning strikes, and, and it just lights up the entire sky. And, like, while they're and that's droning, when the And that's when the lights for the stage kind of popped on, too. Right. So it was all... The the best part was right before that, the wind is just blowing and ripping the fog everywhere, and they got these red lights on, and Diener's just like, yeah, some fucking creepy, stormy shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great show. And that that moment struck, and that was—it was— It was was all pretty much rapidly going uphill from there, which is why I give Red Rocks— the A plus because best place to see a concert in the United States. If it's not just the good world. for your band, it's, clearly. Yeah, it's amazing. But, they, but I just imagine them sitting there going, "What happened? Like, like, do we? Was the lights that good? You know? Yeah." Claude's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm crushing it." Yeah, no, he just comes in with one hit, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Um, oh, and then our buddy, our buddy Gene, ironically, Gene. I, I, I wonder if if that drummer like got a different snare for that show and was like, "This is my <laughs> fucking snare, bro. This or, one sounds good." Or he was try- doing one on trial. Yeah, like you got it. The drum store guy's like, "This is gonna change your life." Yeah. And, and he's like, "Does that hit?" He's like, "That guy at the drum shop wasn't fucking around." <laughs> the one that came with magic beans. Uh, 
Oh, but uh, but our buddy Gene uh, Martinez from Native Daughters. Oh, he, yeah. He was actually Thank working. Thank you so much, Gene. He was working as Gene's liaison. Yeah. Um, for the show. Uh, and he kicked us down some fucking killer passes for uh, the VIP section right up by the Yeah, eighth soundboard. row right by the soundboard. Eighth row right by the fucking soundboard for most of the show. And, like, our seats were already killer, the view and everything. But getting right yeah. up there in front and just hanging you know, out. Had we been there, we wouldn't have seen that lightning. We wouldn't have seen that lightning if we had been up front the whole time. That's yeah. true. And, and uh, that, 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 was a, that was just a, a moment you can't get back, you know? You now, now, now I will say, I will say to kind of bring it back to the other side of your experience oh, of kind yeah. of like your has bullshit. They close. <laughs> That's last right. show of the last song of the set list. They do. If you could save yourself, you'd save us all, which is one that, I, that I, to my knowledge, that they haven't beautiful. played. It was a great song. Since the, it's one of my favorite songs of theirs. It's a beautiful song. It's the last track off Quebec, and it's it's a song that Giner wrote while he was going through his divorce, and it's beautiful and if, earnest. If, out and of true. any song, that was the song that turned me. It was beautiful, and I'm glad, I'm glad that second show happened because if that first show would have went like that, you're like I'm never going again. Oh, fuck this band, you know. Yeah. But the second show and him close that that moment. Where where he closed the the lightning that was for Red Rocks that was that was Red Rocks you know, but him closing uh, with that song and the way it was and the way he performed it, it was pretty it was beautiful and they then, haven't played that they haven't played that since the reunion so then they go off and they come back on and they're doing their encore and they play dancing in the show tonight which is this fuck? circusy clowny <laughs> bullshit but I love it because I love you know I even like their annoying shit but Tony's like that was their annoying shit and Tony's like god they come in with this bullshit and then they play Drifter in the Dark which is that long ass country song that has like the I deliberately know. bad harmonica oh solo in it the fuck is wrong so it was with like Tony they had Tony for a minute he's like alright I think I get it and then they come out like <laughs> we're fucking weird yeah and Tony's like, okay, maybe not all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, they're, they're they're better. They're better to me than they were before I went. Give it time. I f- fucking fine. Give it time. Well, dude, I really appreciate you going with me. It was a big deal. Like I, when I saw those shows coming up, I was like, I wanted to take the whole band. I know because I wanted. I, and and the, the guys couldn't make it happen, and so I was like, I'm going to bring Tony, who I really want to see this. I'm going to bring his <laughs> sister because she's such a big fan. She's a huge fan. She's just in, incredibly thankful for all that. Oh, uh, it was it was just so fun. I'm really glad we got to have that experience. I know my parents yeah. really enjoyed hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much. That yeah. was a blast. Um, so uh, man, shit, are we out of time, Tony? We're getting Did, close. Oh, oh, fuck. Shit. Yeah. You know what, guys? We're not going to be able to do a commentary uh, or a commentary or a, a, or or a homie or this year. You know, so what? I'll tell you what. We're going to close out with a couple of songs from a couple of friends of ours. They're playing we'll with We'll do the us. homies. Yeah, we'll do the homies. Okay, so we'll intro this. Yeah. So this, this Thursday, June 14th, 2018, the day this podcast releases, we're playing <laughs> at Lost Lake on East Colfax here in Denver. And the two bands we're playing with are a couple really great bands uh, from here in Denver. Um, first of all, Dryer Fire, which is Robot from uh, Truckasaurus's latest project. Uh, we had them at the Monkey Barrel. They're a super fun yeah. band, man. They're like Robot is a super creative, super funny, just really super nice guy. Uh, we're really stoked to play with those guys. And Grind Cat Grind is is a fantastically entertaining band. Well, let's listen to it. Great one. rock and roll band. So yeah, so we're gonna close out the show with songs by both Dryer Fire and Grind Cat Grind. Come see all three of us uh, June 14th. That's 
tonight, if you're listening to this the right. day it comes out on Thursday, uh, at Lost Lake on East Colfax. The rest of you, well, uh, we'll probably have a recap on the show. That's right. Next week. Tony and I got to get to band practice, yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the motherfucking podcast. Yeah, thanks so I'm much Tony for listening. Lee. I'm Aaron Howell, and uh, yeah, Mazaka Zaka Zuki Zaka Zaka. You know, sometimes it happens to the best of us. No matter how much you can handle your liquor, sometimes it just seeps out, and you just gotta say abandoned ship to those Levi's. Getting two pants drunk. Like, uh, I was telling one of the guys I work with today, I was like, dude, the main reason I need to stop working 16 hours a day is because my colon, like, my hemorrhoids are like like a kid hanging upside down on the monkey bars too long. <laughs> you know, starting to get all purple in the face and starting to get all woozy. And is just, he getting taller? Yeah, just stretching out. Like, there's something about being on your feet for 16 hours straight that just makes all the blood rush to your asshole and your, like, your knees and your feet. And just at the end of the day, everything is so fucking just swollen. That's disgusting, Aaron. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty awful. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, welcome to manhood. Well, welcome uh, back. Yeah, well- <laughs>
you're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 